Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shu and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. Oh, then I better shut off the music. Oh. <laughs> what are you listening to? I'm listening to fucking Way Down on the Rust Bucket. <laughs> the fuck you think I'm listening to? Dude, I can't stop listening to it. Oh, my God. You know, like, I get this frantic text one last night. <laughs> we got to do an emergency version from Way Down on the Rust Bucket. We can Zoom, whatever. We got to do it. I'm just young. sitting here trying to watch fucking Ginny in Georgia. And it's actually, you know what it is? It's, it's my so-called life. Just oh, all right. Set, but the best part about it, it's set in Massachusetts in a town called Wellsbury, which is fucking awesome. Okay. I think because, you know, obviously they're talking about Wellesley and Sudbury. So. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I get this text from Luke going, oh God, we gotta, we gotta fucking do this. It's so good. I'm like, Okay. Listen, okay. this is going to be a quick one. It's oh, an emergency it? an emergency, emergency podcast. <laughs> an emergency Russ Bucket podcast. Where the fuck is Russ? I think he's playing dumb. He didn't want to do this. I don't think he's listened. <laughs> I don't think he has either. Yeah. No, listen. <laughs> I think part of it is, and I know we're going to do a whole episode on this. Uh, later on. Later yeah. on. But the. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. 
the no, like yeah, better than Weld. I think this is my favorite live album. It's 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 like why wasn't this like Weld? Yeah, why they taken this and polished it up and made it Weld. Not even polished it up. I mean, they just you know. I don't. I I love it so much. And so okay, so youngsters who are listening to this, this is a this is a bonus emergency episode because I was frantically <laughs> frantically like Luke Hall had to have an emergency session with his therapist yeah so full disclosure at the time of this recording the what we're all listening to the sound to the dead man soundtrack and you know it's it's fine it is what it is it's, oh i love it we'll yeah. get to, we'll get to it yeah but it but it's you know it's a certain thing it's its own certain oh yeah thing. it's completely separate from any it's it's the it's so unique and yeah, it's like completely different from anything he's ever done. So we'll we'll talk all about it. Absolutely, and make yeah. sure you tune in for that episode. But this bonus one, yes, I frantically texted Russ and Mike because I I put on I had you you sent us Country Home and yeah. uh, the video yeah. for that, and I'm like, okay, this is this is fucking awesome. Yeah. But I was like, you know, but I've seen I've seen enough Crazy Horse live videos i've heard enough crazy horse live albums and i don't know if this it's just the week with the news about venues possibly reopening soon and and getting my hopes all up at least up here in massachusetts and i think i just got a good burst of unusual optimism and i'm i'm riding this high and then it drops on the not just on the archives the whole album drops everywhere on Spotify, but I didn't you know. think that was surprising to me that he put it on Spotify. I thought this was going to be an exclusive for the yeah. archives. No, it's everywhere. That's why we yeah. had to call. That's why I, I banged the gavel and I called this emergency session to order that we needed to discuss immediately. Call, call this emergency session of the Congress of assholes to talk about way down in the rust bucket. It's so fucking good. I love Crazy Horse so much. I love 90s Neil now more than yeah. – 90s Neil oh, might be my favorite generation of Neil. Yeah, me too. You know, it, it's like that's – I couldn't wait to get to the 90s because this is, you know, much – I was just one of those grunge boys. Yeah. And then – I, but I already loved Neil. And then when he came out with Ragged Glory, I was like, oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, this, is, this is what – he's back to what he does best with the horse. And this is just – proof of that vibe going into the 90s oh yeah just finished recording ragged glory they were getting warmed up for the weld tour the smell the horse tour i think they were getting warmed up for the ragged is that the same thing the ragged glory weld tour yeah 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 so called the smell smell the horse tour (laughs) that's what they called it yeah but they played uh, uh he wanted to book a bunch of club gigs and wanted to make them completely real gigs so they uh, he had uh, his people book these gigs just around where he lived in clubs. Yeah. And they were booked as the Echoes. They weren't, okay. weren't so, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. So I didn't know any of this. It sucks. Oops. <laughs> oh, Russ is here. And enter Russ. Yes. Quoting a movie. <laughs> Boys. It's way down on. in the goddamn fucking rust bucket, huh? We're Holy we're already man. we're already down in it. Yeah, we already hopped in right into it. I'm giving a little background on how this gig happened. Yes, Listen, so. I was playing GTA Five with your son, Luke. So <laughs> you're a dork. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's nice that you stay in the family through violent video games. I got, that's the only many, way in. That's the only movies, way in. 
How many hookers did want, you beat? I want to connect with my nephew, and the only way I can do yeah. it is by flying planes into buildings. And, Selling drugs uh, and beating hookers. That's yeah. good, man. You're setting a good example. I like that. <laughs> well, Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Back you know? to the emergency <laughs> Russ Bucket meeting, okay? Okay, yeah. So anyway, he... um. So he booked. Sorry, I'm talking about myself. I know. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? That's that's not for now. This is yes. an emergency intervention. That's right. All right, Russ, you've got a problem. Yeah, we all do. Tell you, yes. you you know, you you you're just you're playing too much GTA with the children. <laughs> At least okay. it's my what is he? Thirteen year old nephew. It's <laughs> gonna be fourteen, but he is thankful for his country home. I'll tell you that much. He lives yeah, in well. Fitchburg, man. He sees that shit every day. It's no big right. deal. Yeah. yeah. anyway so he books these these club gigs around you know where he lives and uh he books them as the echoes and he has all like the road cases and stuff printed up as the echoes and he got that idea from a a used amp he bought from a guy who was in some band called the echoes so because it was written on the inside of the amp so he said we'll take that name we'll book ourselves as the echoes there'll be no guest list for industry people or musician, oh celebrity friends, or anything. Ten dollars at the door, first come, first serve. Yeah, that's what these gigs were all about. It's and the Catalyst so Club, awesome. the Catalyst Club is a place he plays a lot, and um, it's a capacity. I think there's the capacity eight hundred, eight hundred people. Right. I looked, yeah. So I looked it up, and then just so I would have some kind of a gauge of that, the Paradise, which we've all been to in Boston, yeah. Yeah. great, great local venue, mm-hmm. but you know pretty small for a, a right. venue that hosts national acts. It's a 933 capacity club. This yeah. is smaller than the paradise. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Imagine best. seeing Neil on crazy horse at the fucking paradise. No, no, I can't. And I think that, so that's why I've, I frantically texted you guys. Like we need to talk about this right now. I gotta, I gotta talk, I gotta about, talk this about this now. <laughs> Stop watching Ginny and Georgia, you fucking pussy and talk about <laughs> way down in the rust bucket. Yes. I would have done them. I, if you guys were like, ah, I can't this week, I would have been like, all right, well, I'm just going to, so I'm going to Bill Burr this shit. <laughs> yeah. But can you, can, seriously though, like you just said, can you imagine seeing Neil yeah. at the Paradise or at Bright yeah, Music Hall or one awesome. of those places? Yeah. It, that's, that's, so it sweet. must have just been incredible. And the sound. Oh my God. You know, that wall of sound in that little enclosed space. Something about, amazing. something about Country Home too, starting with that song. That is such a great first tune, and they just hit it right away. And you forget, yeah. especially because we, we we just came off a of mirror ball and how tight Pearl Jam was, the sloppiness of the horse on this record. And I mean that in the best possible way. It's so – and I, he just leaves it all in, like singing when they're not supposed to. And then even Neil, like, yeah, missing Neil some lines. Neil was fucking up, guitar. too. Yeah, and, like, his <laughs> guitar went out. And yeah. you can hear him. He plugs the new one back in. And to his credit, he was feeling the vibe, right? So he could. Did anyone else think it was like their, like, your? I thought maybe my phone, something happened while oh, I was driving. Like yeah. yeah, there was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, nope. It was his guitar. No. Just fucking. No. And like, he comes back. He puts it in his record. He could have come back like where he left off and been like, whoa. You know, the squealing and stuff. No, he eases it back in. But that's great because you can actually hear Poncho on this record pretty well. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and he's he's on, the horse are so good. You're right. They're, they're sloppy horse, but they have a groove going that's so good. Oh, my God. And it's not yeah. – I, I don't even – I definitely don't mean that negatively. I mean, 
even from the first song or uh what's the second song surfer joe yes so surfer joe that they started off with that oh and you'd like it feels like they're not even sure when they're supposed to come in half the time it's just kind of it feels like let's just go out there and fucking do this shit yeah and it's just something about it something about the news that venues might be opening up some capacity I'm just uh I'm I'm all about this this album. Well he so he said uh he learned a little from Pearl or relearned something from touring with Pearl Jam. Like Pearl Jam likes to set an environment, like create this atmosphere backstage before they go on and they hang together. And so at these gigs, you know, they had like a trailer and a little courtyard set up out back wherever they were playing with like lights and <laughs> they were had grills going and beers and smoking what tons the of weed. Fuck? This you is know, literally I mean, my heaven. Yeah, yeah, and he said that, you know, he learned, he, he rediscovered that from playing with Pearl Jam because that's what Pearl Jam does. They kind of set this kind of like little world up mm-hmm, and wherever exactly. they are before they go on stage and they kind of hang and vibe and stuff. And he said he was doing that during, you know, during this little club tour that they did to warm up for the, the Smell the Horse tour. Oh, it's, my God. It's funny that they did that shit, that they weren't really doing stuff like that before the 90s. I don't know. You'd think, but I guess maybe everyone was just so. I think he gone. was doing stuff like that because he was doing stuff like that in the seventies. Yeah, he just kind of forgot. I think that's when he was, was reminded of it or something. Pearl yeah. Jam playing with Pearl Jam reminded like him. Re- and, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like oh hey yeah. But it's funny I because do this, you know. Yeah, because Dave, I just listened to Dave Grohl on Conan's podcast, and he was talking about how he likes to do something very similar too. Or he want, he 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 makes sure like all the guys in the band are backstage hanging, doing shots or whatever, just getting right. getting themselves like. But it's not about like they don't warm up. He's never like done a warm up or anything like that. He just they just have fun backstage. They just get the and, energy right. Yeah, they just get yeah. ramp. Yeah, they just have a good time. Metallica um, does that too. They they actually play for like three hours before they go on stage and play for three hours. <laughs> They have it's their jam room, and they go back there and they shoot the shit and they jam stuff and they play covers and they have a few naps and then they just go out on stage and play the show. And by that time, they're super warmed up, yeah, and they're all like in each other's heads. Mm. I think some of the best times we've had as a band, like as town meeting, is when we've been hanging backstage and just like shooting the shit, you mm. know? Yeah, and and then we go on the stage as like a unit, you know, where yeah. we're like tuned create, into each other's energy and shit. If you, you know? create a good vibe beforehand, it's like the ultimate importance. And I, I think that's why this, why this grabbed me so much. You can feel that vibe so, so much. Like I, I think probably one of my favorite moments is, and I'm sure you guys, the same thing on don't cry, no tears. When at the end the song's done and oh, then right? you go, He's just starts singing it again. Yeah. yeah. He's still waiting for the band. Yeah. Like, oh, he's, he's still going. And then they all laugh about it. Yeah. yeah. They all and then he, laugh about it. And then he explains, like, I just want to keep singing that yeah, one. Yeah, I just, I wasn't done singing it, you know. It's, <laughs> I that Vegas ending. I love that. That's awesome. Oh, and the, yeah. the crowd is actually great in, in this in this album. There's a lot of moments where, they, what what is it, on uh, fucking Farmer John when they all, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome too. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, it, it must have been the energy in the room must have been so amazing with just that little place, and yeah. who, you know, however many. I'm sure they. So this was all one show, right? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah the, I think this is the nuts, only man. show on that little mini warm up tour that they filmed. 
Yes, too, that they actually had. Did anyone watch it yet? I just saw on the website. It's only on DVD, on. and I just ordered oh, it. Yeah. Oh, really? So it's not yeah. in the Hearst Theater anymore. Oh, is it? I don't know. I didn't. I saw that I could order the DVD, so I just did that right. I haven't away. had a chance. I haven't had time to sit down and watch it, but I've listened to it several times, and, and yeah. uh, it's so good. Can I just to 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 just uh, continue on the whole before the show vibe thing? So. I remember reading this article and I found it on the, the Neil Young Archives Times Contrarian. And he talks about when, uh, when they were just kind of ramping up to the release of this. This was like back in, this was last year, actually. Like around June, he put this out on the Times Contrarian that they were going through all this stuff. And so he, the fir- it's an article and the first couple paragraphs are about the show and where it was and then he has a little paragraph about how different it was buying and smoking weed back then as opposed to now. Because when you bought weed, you didn't know what it was. You didn't know right. the strain. Now you know everything about the weed you're buying. So back then it was like, well, okay, you got this stuff. You smoked it. This is shit. Or, hey, I can't feel my face. And so he said that was one of those nights. Hmm. The, okay. I can't feel my face night. So I just want to read to you a little bit of him, like what he described going out on stage to that night at the Catalyst Club. He says, country home came out of nowhere with the big groove, Billy, Ralph, Poncho. I was just playing for the fun of it. How long could it last? Why am I so stoned? I can hardly move. I didn't like to go down to the flats. Pretty soon it wears me out. Thankful for my country home. What a guitar sound. Larry Craig made my shit sound so good. I am still too high to be out here, but we are playing good music. Is this going on too long? What verse? Nice tone. Good groove. I must be in music heaven. This may be too serious. Nice tone on the bottom pickup. Only someone else's potatoes. Those old spud blues. Still pretty high. Trying to sing. Who's talking on the PA? What the fuck? We sound good. Let's roll some more. Yeah, he just keeps going on about how he's so stoned, but he doesn't. Oh, uh, he where doesn't did you find stop. that? What was that? That's from? on the Times, the Neil Young Times Contrarian. It goes back to June, no, May, May twenty second, twenty twenty. Wow. And the title is Rust Bucket Crazy Horse Series Continues Set One. I love and- that he just puts that up too. He yeah, doesn't gosh. give a shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Luke. And he talks about the whole first set and stuff. And I was looking at it. The first set is like only six songs. It's three sets, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I texted you guys because I was like a 14-minute or, well, I think it's, yeah, a 14-minute love to burn because that's yeah. one of my favorite songs anyway. And I was fucking stoked that, that that there was 14 minutes of it. And I didn't get sick of it at all. I loved every minute of it. Oh, Yeah. I mean, yeah. a, a lot, a lot, even Country Home, the way he starts it, like th- that intro is much longer than the normal one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and it was just, just like so, 10 minutes. Just so yeah. everyone knows, I'm checking, I'm looking on Hearst Theater now. It is still there. Is okay. it? Yeah, running time is uh, two hours, 52 minutes, and 58 wow. seconds. It's, there's an extra song. So, on hey, the, it's shorter than uh, The Irishman, but th- there's, <laughs> there's an extra song on the DVD or on, the, on that uh, Cowgirl. Oh, I no guess way. something weird happened with the audio from what I read. And so he, uh, he I, I don't know what happened, but it's on the, it didn't make the CD when it came out, but it made when it came out. It didn't make the CD, but it made uh, the DVD. Oh, okay. So I'm yeah. pretty pumped for that. But I yeah. also like that the song, you know, you got Surfer Joe on here. You got Bite the Bullet, you know, and yeah. over and over and Danger Bird. Yeah. A fucking version of Danger Bird. Oh, God, yeah. 
you know, and yeah. don't cry no tears. You know, the Zuma stuff on here, the stars and bars stuff, the reactor stuff on here. You know, that's why it's, and I look back to Weld and I'm thinking that is really just kind of like a reboot of Live Rust, the electric part of Live Rust, except yeah. for the new stuff on there. Because you look at this set list. I mean, this this should have been that release. A hundred percent agree. And, and even yeah. the, the energy is, I, I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but it's 10 times what Weld is, in my opinion. It's just... The yeah, energy this, on this is phenomenal. Yeah, this is this is one of my favorite live records for sure. Yeah. This is top three. It might be their, in my opinion, their best live record so far. I, I might agree with you there. It's and so some of really, these versions, really like, fucking good. Like this to me is the best recorded version of Like a Hurricane ever. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, that, it, I was actually going to say it's one of my favorite, and it's 13 minutes long. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's better than every other version I've heard. So, yeah, and then love and only love right after that. Another which is also 12. thirteen minutes. Yeah, and I fucking love that song, and I I texted you guys that even though Mike, you were just saying I I love that he blends a lot of different uh, eras in here. You know, right? Um, but what I really took a lot of it from was that um, ragged glory. The ragged glory stuff on this on yeah. this record is. It just really reinforced my love for that that record. Yeah. yeah, like the just the fucking the um love to burn and the love and only love over and over over and over. And so then good. the Farmer John, just all of those all of those yeah. Yeah. ragged glory tunes on this record. He just like you can tell him and the horse are just fucking. I mean, it's every song, but I feel like because those songs are fresher. Yeah, and and you can tell they they liked those songs more than any of the other '90s songs. Even with mm. Mansion on a Hill, you know, just the yeah, ragged glory Mansion, stuff is Mansion just, on the Hill and Days It Used to Be. I wasn't too crazy. Those those songs are good, but those weren't my favorites from ragged. They, glory. Yeah, they weren't my favorites Persians, either. Though, but on here, yeah, yeah on yeah. here, right. I really really love them. And the only I think all the ragged glory stuff on here is better than the album, except for over and over. Uh, which is still really good here, but I, I kind of prefer the Ragged Glory version. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, I don't notice the difference on those that, as much, but I don't. I, I was just way <laughs> crazy into this, and then Homegrown yeah. for me. I would, Luke. I was just gonna say yeah. Homegrown was. I keep going back to awesome. it. It's just the. Can best. you imagine doing that at the end with them? You know what I mean? No, just, no, I can't even. God, just everyone singing it. Yeah, the, and yeah, the way he, he good. pulled all the instruments out and then went back into it again and then went yeah. acapella again. Oh my god, fucking Neil, man! You can tell he just wasn't done with it. That oh. that I've always loved that song, but that because I I told you guys to watch the one on the archives of him doing it to the chickens, and that's great too. Yeah. So he could be doing that yeah. song for his chickens or for an audience of 800 or for an audience of fucking, you know, however, like 30,000. And mm. that song is just still, it's always, it's always fun. It's just it's a fun, best. it's a good little, I love it. What you were know, some there's other not big a, There's not like, um, you know, you look at it, there's, there's not a lot of Tonight's the Night. There's no, no. Like On the Beach. It's nope. the oldest thing on here is Cinnamon Girl. Yeah. Yep. And then, I mean, if you want to say Homegrown, but that, you know, that was... That came out on Stars and Bars first, yeah. you know, before yeah. Homegrown. I mean, he recorded it for Homegrown, but like Cinnamon Girl's the oldest thing on here. It's all like Stars and Bars and Zuma. As far you know, as older and, stuff? Yeah, yeah, and there's no, there's no Powderfinger. I don't think some of the, I don't think uh, some of those songs wouldn't have worked as well, I don't think. 
I don't think on the beach stuff would work if for this, for the horse right. doing it the way they were doing it. Yeah. Um, I think that's why this is so strong. He's, he's stuck yeah. like when the, he, and he mentioned that I think in shaky or, or something else I read where he, when he made the horse play non horse tunes, it wasn't yeah. always a good thing. Yeah. And that's probably why I think this, this album is just so strongly the nineties horse stuff. Right. And obviously the, you know, like you said, Zuma and some of those other ones where he just knows, let the horse fucking ride, you know? Yeah. And they do, man. They're so good. Yeah. Oh and my God. That you can hear them too. Like I love hearing Poncho. Poncho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, like you said, you can really hear him uh-huh. on this and it's great. Cause it, it gives you, it, it reminds you that he's holding it down while Neil just fucking yeah, it's going goes into the bananas. Stratosphere. Yeah. Because yeah. Rancho is just like, doing what he needs to do, you know. He he also does throw in some some nice chops. He you know, he he's got chops. It's just yeah. he he mostly is kind of just holding it down for Neil. And then Billy's doing some some fun stuff, and Ralphie's pretty much just like like Poncho just holding it down. He's just yeah, playing he's the drum. Solid, he's, just, he's rock yeah. solid. He's just playing the same yeah. shit. I mean, if you listen he's just to hot, he's just He's yeah. just yeah, man. It's just ride and snare. You know, he's just that's it. He's not doing much, but he's fucking. You can still tell he's having fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fun here. There's a lot of laugh. I love the, yeah. you know, and and um and over and over. You know, when they do the life is just a joke, and and they're laughing, and yeah. he doesn't even do that last couple lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's so fucking awesome. Those oh. moments where they don't even know where they they're at in the song because they're just having a good time. Fucking Plus, high, it's funny high. to yeah. I was gonna say it's funny that you just read that thing about him being Gonzo because you can you can kind of tell he's right. like fucking. And they probably went back and smoked more when they took their their breaks. And they took three yeah. breaks, right? <laughs> three sets in an encore. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, roll another yeah. number was great. Yeah, there's not a bad song on this. On this, no, I, I like there wouldn't be a cut song, and it's 19 songs, me. which is perfect because yeah. you know. it's just great to hear live like Zuma stuff and Stars and Bars. Danger Bird was awesome. Danger, Danger Bird, Bird, Danger Bird fucking was fucking incredible. Yeah, how long um, is that one? Guitar all over minutes. this is is just yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, and he's just he's just pl- he just he's in the he's in the pocket. He's in the slot. Yeah, how you know, funny! How funny was it to hear the horse doing the 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 fucking the bullet the what did you call them the saddlebags? The yeah. Saddlebags, yeah, them doing those right those parts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Full on bar yeah. band mode. Yeah, yeah. that's an, another one where they just would kind of come in and like yeah. they catch themselves and be like. Ah. <laughs> right yeah that's right. there was a lot of that but it was so real and so i don't know it was just wonderful so yeah it's great and it's again another album that you really that it's just sounds way better yeah. when you're driving yeah and yeah. so that's that's why we as a podcast needed to have an emergency episode about this yeah. because realistically we won't get to it till 2023 the way right exactly <laughs> and it's good i'm getting this out because my wife's tired of hearing about it yeah. she loves neil young but yeah. she hates to hear me talk about it oh so. yeah well so over I'm, and over again yeah, over and over again my son you said to me to burn, Russ. I, I was driving yeah, my son true. somewhere and listening to neil young obviously and he goes dad he said how aren't you sick of neil young by now and did you I, hit him did you hit him <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, yes. But I, I thought I gave it a good, honest thought, and I realized no. And then I'm trying to think. You were oh, in the 80s. 
That was tough. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like, but I how- listened to Landing on Water for two weeks. Yeah. You know, I was like yeah. punching my nuts. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, enough. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, it's, oh it's my God. I got a bone to pick with you because I, I try to listen when I can to the morning show. Oh God. Okay. I, I finally heard you play a Neil song yesterday. Yeah. Right. But then you didn't mention it at all. Afterwards. I know. I know. Well, you know, there's, the, uh, I don't even know if I can mention what uh, the wording is in my specific contract. But, you know, my bosses, my immediate supervisors are friendly to this. Totally. And that's all I'm going to say. Perfect. I, that's all you need to say. It has been mentioned several times when I was on at night. <laughs> and uh, I was talking, we actually had a similar discussion because we uh, did a story about um, VH1 is trying to bring, bring back Unplugged. Oh, okay. And so the discussion came up between. What do you mean? As in, they're just going to play the old one or they're. No, no, they're going to do new ones. They want to do new ones. ones. Yeah. Okay. And so Adam Webster and I, you know, started that discussion. What, what are the best unplugs? And we, the listeners got involved. And I got to say overall, uh, Nirvana and Allison Chains. Okay. Out of the people that were listening that morning, uh, overwhelmingly on Facebook and Twitter and phone calls and texts, those were the two most popular ones. Yeah. And at the very end of the show, this guy called up and he went, shame on you. Oh, why? <laughs> what, what, what happened? He goes, Neil Young. What about Neil Young unplugged? Huh? You do a podcast. I'm like, oh, you're right. I, I didn't, we didn't even mention Neil Young uh, unplugged. But so I talked about the podcast a little with that. Oh, nice. dude, oh, you know. Well, good on that person. Yeah. yeah. No, somebody else had to catch it. <laughs> it was John Locke. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was Luke. No, I I haven't been able to listen as much so because of the wind. I've been working. Cra- I actually have to leave. Oh yeah, five thirty to go. Uh, oh, that's right. You probably were really busy. Yeah, back to work. Yeah, but uh, but no, and I do love that the one Neil song that at least that I caught you play was the one that uh, Mr. Janowitz had some oh, yeah. controversial comments. What do you call it? Just a just a dumb song. It's like a dumb rock song or something. A dumb rock song. Yeah. Which one like was that? it again? Oh, Rocking in the, the free, free world. world. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because he had to play that so many times with Theo yeah. Epstein. Yeah, for the hot stove stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah and another was, song I'm glad wasn't on this album. I feel like it wouldn't have worked on this album. Rock yeah, there's no, no um, I, I would. Yeah, there's no freedom on here. Yeah, and freedom he had just come out, which right. I, you'd think yeah, there'd be. It wasn't long before. Yeah, well, freedom was '89, and he did this at the end of the '90s, right? Or no, the end of no, this 1990. Was 1990. After yeah. right after they finished recording, in yeah. in between when they were going to go on the, yeah. the tour that was Weld. So he had just released Freedom in '89. Yeah. So it is kind of weird that none of that is on here, but it's kind yeah. of refreshing. I don't know. Well, I mean, if this is the warts and all, yeah, it is. It is kind of strange that he didn't include any of those songs at all on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Crime in the City. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. You know, that would have been I I think that would have fit into this set. Don't you? I guess. I, I don't know. I mean I, I just think it's it's weird. Again, that wasn't the horse. Yeah. And but that's did, probably why. But he did that with the horse for wasn't that on Weld, Crime in the City? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he did he did it with the horse and I I don't know. I just I'm happy for both of them. Happy for Weld yeah. and for this one. This think, one to me supersedes it. So yeah, I think that's why it's so good because he stuck with original horse material. Yeah, OHM yeah. as we call it on this. That's podcast. right, OHM. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, we don't we don't need to drag this one on. We're gonna get to this album, you know. Yeah, eventually. sixty episodes. Yeah. This is episode, uh, I think, forty three. By the way, guys, this little wow. bonus episode. So, so Janovitz yeah. just you just put Janovitz out, right? That came out, yeah. And <clears> time um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to post on Instagram right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you focus on the focus on the fucking podcast at hand? No, Seriously. All right. I already said. Stop already looking up clips. <laughs> Stop playing GTA. Yeah. I'm looking up uh, how to get more money on GTA. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to beat more hookers. Did so you I guys? Can, so I can go blow up Jose, uh, Luke's son for um, asking him why he asking him if he's sick of Neil. Do it. Yeah, there you go. Put him keep on the spot. Pimp, yeah. Keep the pimp hand strong, Russ. Can you record no, actually, conversations actually, on GTA? Actually, uh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't know. Yeah. He well, would record know. record that conversation. But I, I say that I would, I'm going to go do that, but he actually killed me like nine times. So <laughs> yeah. I don't have a chance. I have never owned a, a video game system in my life. Really? At all. Huh. The closest I had was when I was little and my parents had to go to Sears at the Natick Mall and they'd, they'd plant me in front of the Atari demo. And I'd play Missile Command and Tank while they did whatever they had to do at the Natick Mall. You know, they could probably get arrested. You know, DCF would probably move in at this point, you know, if they've, you know, if they did that today, but they would leave me there. I don't, it could have been hours. Yeah. I didn't care. I was just playing tank. You know, <laughs> that, that was it. That was the closest I ever came to having a video game. That's system. probably why you never bought one. Cause you associate it with uh, child abandonment. Being abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's a good one, Luke. I mean, this is the first, uh, the first, yeah, this is the first console, the first video game thing I've ever bought on my own. I know when when I was like a teenager, someone gave us a couple, and then when we were kids, Luke, we had like Super Nintendo and stuff. Yeah, we had a regular Nintendo, and we had a Sega Saturn for like two seconds, and Babe tripped over the wire and broke yeah. it. Uh, ba- Babe's playing tonight. He texts me and says, "Hey, man, can I borrow a guitar for the show tonight?" <laughs> Jesus. And wow. So I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." And so I, I'm in my studio now, and there's a guitar missing. And he left the case, which means he just took a guitar and oh, it's just flopping around his backseat. Punk rock. That's punk Se- rock. Yeah, it's punk rock guitar. if it's your own guitar, not someone else's. It's punk rock when you steal one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's he playing? Uh, Stone Church. Stone Church in New Hampshire. Wow. wow. Yeah. But so anyway. If, if, I don't know why we're plugging what? my little brother stuff. He's not on this podcast. Yeah, fuck him. That's so on, I'll that's plug on my Indiegogo and, and Luke's album. Podcast. <laughs> We don't need to plug any albums because this was just an emergency session. Court right. is now adjourned okay. on Way Down in the Rust Bucket. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it now. Yeah. If you're a Neil Young fan and you haven't heard it, then you're not yeah. Neil Young. Fan. Go take a long drive and listen yeah. to it. Yeah. A oh two hour yeah. way to experience three, a lot three, of Neil. Almost three hour drive. Yeah, take a, take a three hour drive somewhere and yeah. just get on a highway. So go to Vermont or music. New York if you're where we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or go to yeah, good advice. Thanks. Or go to Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're, you know, near Kansas City, go to Kansas City. Right. Or if you're in Belgium, uh, go to uh, Jesus Bruges. Krakow. <laughs> no, that's Poland. Or Antwerp. That's go to Holland. yeah. No, Antwerp is South is Africa, Belgium? isn't it? No, no, that's not. We're okay. Bad. Long may you geography. <laughs> All right, listen to Way Down in the Rust Bucket. This meeting has been adjourned. Okay. Um, this is the current episode with Bill Janowitz from Buffalo Tom telling everybody how, how much he hates rocking. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
<laughs> and watch Dead Man to catch up for yes. next episode. Oh, yeah. Dead Man's the next album, and it's great. Intervention it's, over. It's fine. All, All right. right, good. I feel better. Oh, Luke okay, me too. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get to that episode. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. It's only someone else's potatoes in. You pick at someone else's It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.